Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hormone Reset Podcast. And today I'm going to talk about something near and dear to my heart, because this is something that I personally have experienced. And I know for sure that if, if I've felt it, then other people for sure have experienced the same thing. And um, I want to talk about how to stay motivated um, because I, I feel like, and this is the time of year where we all start in January with the best of intentions. We're going to lose weight. We're going to get healthier. 2024 is going to be our year. This is going to be the time where I take charge of my life and I'm really going to do it. I'm ready to lose 20 pounds and keep it off and go get a new wardrobe. And, um, and now that it's February, I see people kind of falling off track a little bit. They're kind of um, settling. They're kind of giving up on those um, boundaries that they had set for themselves and said, no, I am doing it this year. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I am going to do it. I'm committed to myself, and this is what I'm going to do. And um, and then what happens is there's some sort of a curveball. Something happens that day that derails your plan and then you feel emotional. Then you feel bad and you're like, well, I'm going to go eat something to feel better. Well, I'm going to go eat whatever because I earned it. I deserve it because of the shitty day I had, the crappy day I had. And and so I'm going to give you three tips to help you stay on track when those things come up to keep you motivated, to stay on track, to really commit to yourself and continue to stay on track so that you can actually accomplish the goal that you want to achieve. And so today we're talking about breaking the cycle of and where we dive deep into the challenges and triumphs of women that are trying to reclaim their health and vitality. And we're going to tackle that familiar story of waking up And you say to yourself, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this month. Next month, I'm going to go buy a brand new wardrobe. And then everything's going to be awesome. I'm going to keep it off. And then you find out that life's unexpected. And there's something that derails your plans. And it's a cycle so many of us have faced. But we're here today to break it down and offer three tips to help you stay on track. So... You woke up this morning, you looked in the mirror and you said to yourself, today's the day I am going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to stick to my plan. And next month I'll be shopping for a brand new wardrobe. But as the day progresses, something happens. Maybe it's stressful work meeting. You had a sick child or you're just exhausted from juggling everything. And suddenly your resolve wavers and you find yourself reaching for the comfort in the form of old habits. Maybe it's leftover pizza from the night before in the fridge. It's emotional eating. It is feeling that you're not worthy and you sabotage your goals you fall back into that old pattern. And it's a story I hear over and over again when I work with women, especially over 30, especially those who are juggling a career, a family, and their own personal goals. 
And we're always the, we always put ourselves last. We tend to always sacrifice our happiness and our goals for everyone else around us, whether it be through people pleasing, whether it be through sabotaging ourselves, we end up sacrificing the goals, the promises that we made to ourselves to give into that old habit, that old feeling of this is just going to make me feel better in the short term. This quick fix is going to make me feel better right now. So I'm just going to go ahead and eat things I know I shouldn't be eating right now. I know they're not the best choices for me. I know that drive through food is only going to make me feel that dopamine hit just in the moment. And then I'm going to feel like shit again later. The intention is there, but the follow through gets lost in the chaos of daily life. So how do we break the cycle? So here's gonna, here's the three tips that are going to help you stay on track. Um, number one is to set realistic goals. So first of all, number one, saying to yourself, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a month is not realistic. If you want healthy, sustainable weight loss that you're going to be able to maintain and keep off for life, one pound a week. Now you want to make sure you under, understand, and this is something that if I could have told myself this, my younger self, this years ago, I would have told myself and it, you know, maybe I knew it, but I just didn't believe it that um, losing 20 pounds in a month isn't healthy. It's not sustainable. You're not going to keep it off. Can you lose 20 pounds in a month? Yeah. But the odds of you rebounding and gaining it back plus some is incredibly high. So instead of aiming for a drastic change in a short period of time, set a smaller achievable goal like one pound a week, one pound a week, celebrate every milestone, celebrate every milestone, whether it's losing one pound, sticking to your workout plan for the week, or just choosing a healthier meal over fast food. Because what's going to happen is that you're going to build momentum. These small victories build your confidence that you can do this. And it's going to give you the tools necessary to be able to keep it off. Not only that, it's it's not even so much about that as it is about who you're becoming along the way. Because the old habits and hangups are no longer working. Clearly, you have to change those. And as you change those, you become a different person. You can't change your habits and hangups and stay the same. It just doesn't happen. It's, it's not about even necessarily losing the weight. You're losing the worry of people pleasing. Oh my God, what are people going to think if I start working out? What are people going to think if I quit drinking alcohol on the weekends like a college frat boy? <laughs> what are people going to think? What are my friends going to say if I decide to start working out and hire a personal trainer? What are my parents going to say if I'm not eating whatever it is that they cook for dinner because I know it's not the healthiest choice for me? 
And you have to be able to let go of the worry of what people are going to think and say. Oh, they're going to be offended. Um, that's not your problem. Most of the time, what happens when when your friends and family are resistant to your change is you're bringing into their awareness their need to change, their need to become healthier. And they don't want to. They don't like that. They're not ready for that. But you can't worry about that. That is not your life's path. That is not your life's journey. That is theirs. And if you're bringing that awareness into their reality, so be it. You're a beacon of light to them, showing them the areas that they have room for improvement in their life. And that's why there's so much resistance there. So you lose the weight of people pleasing. You lose the burden of feeling I'm not worthy. You lose the burden of, well, I really, what, what would the worst thing that would happen be if I decided to go to bed an hour earlier, I would get better sleep and I would lose weight because I'm sleeping more because people that don't get enough sleep eat more because they're tired. They're seeking energy. So they go and overeat sometimes up to 2000 calories more in a day. And as you're learning these things, this doesn't happen overnight. And if it did, it would be so easy. Everybody would do it. That is the journey that you have to go through and unwinding your emotional attachment to food. You begin to feel emotional. Every single client that I work with feels this way at some point in the program they begin to feel the emotional attachment that, that they have to the food as they're going along because they realize, oh, I can't reach for that comfort food right now because I'm eating healthier. And it hurts their heart. And they begin to see where they've been mistreating themselves, abusing themselves by eating things when they feel emotional. And that's the path that you have to go down. You have to be ready for that. You have to accept that. And by losing 20 pounds in a month, you're not going to experience that. And that's why you're going to gain the weight back. Number two is um, to create a support system. And again, it might not be your family and friends that you would normally go to because they are resistant to your change also. So surround yourself with people who understand your journey and can offer encouragement when you're feeling low, like a coach, like a workout partner, like an accountability partner, um, an online community of like-minded individuals. Because sometimes just knowing that you're not alone in your struggles is a powerful motivator. There's other people going through and experiencing the same thing you are at the same time. Your struggles are not single universal to you. They are universal to everyone. Everyone goes through this because everyone has trauma. We cannot go through life without experiencing trauma in our childhood. It doesn't mean that we had bad parents. It doesn't mean that we had a bad childhood. We all experience trauma in childhood. It's just what happens because of how we process information. 
So um, surround yourself with people that are going to understand your journey. And that means that you've got to plan ahead. You've got to find the people. You've got to find the people that are going to support you through this. And, and quite frankly, you might see your friend circle change. You might see your weekend habits change. You may begin to realize, like, I don't relate to these people that like go out and drink on Friday and Saturday night, and then they, they drink until 11 or midnight, and then they stop at Jack in the Box on their way home and eat 2,000 calories of burgers and fries and milkshakes or whatever, go to sleep and then get up and do it again the next day because they feel like crap. You might not relate to them anymore. You might instead want to go on a big hiking trip. You might instead want to start drinking kombucha. <laughs> and I'm not saying that, um, you know, alcohol is bad. I'm just saying large amounts of alcohol over and over and over again is not healthy for anyone. Um, and so that was one thing that I really had to do for myself personally, because I, I needed a coach not only to be there to support me because I had no one in my corner. I didn't really have any friends as a single mom and I have a special needs child that has a rare disease. Um, I was very isolated because of that, first of all. Second of all, I needed somebody to teach me how it's done and and teach me about macros and teach me what to eat because everything that I thought was healthy, I had to completely unravel that and relearn a new way to do it. And now I understand and um, and now I don't have to track macros anymore. Now I don't have to like um, I have more flexibility because I know um, that I've tracked macros for long enough. I know um, what I can eat and what I should avoid. And if I eat carbs, what to do or if I eat fat, what to do. And um, I have that flexibility where and and so and that's one thing that you've got to really remember is too this isn't permanent forever that it has to be so strict but exercising discipline in your life in one area of your life is going to spread into every area of your life you learn how to make more money you learn how to become a better parent a better wife show up for your friends better because you're experiencing discipline in one area of your life. Um, the third tip is plan for obstacles. Life will always throw a curveball. Instead of letting that curveball derail your progress, plan for it. Have healthy snacks on hand for stressful days. Schedule your workouts like any other appointment. And practice self-compassion when things don't go as planned. Because progress isn't always linear and every step forward counts. If I could count the number of times, I mean, I, I can count the number of times on my hand where I've thought to myself, God, I messed up. I really just had a bad day and I 
had a glass of wine or maybe two, or I ate white cake because I was feeling sad, like a deep, resonant sadness. And, and not just a sadness, it's like an emptiness, an empty sadness, where I felt like the only thing that would fill it up is wine. Or I felt like the only thing would fill it up is cake. I know I'm not the only one that's felt that way. But planning ahead of time to only have those healthy snacks. And when I say healthy snacks, I'm not talking about vegetable sticks, okay, you guys? I'm not talking about having some celery. I'm not talking about eating carrots. I mean, vegetables are good. Yes, I'm talking about having protein. Have a protein shake. Have hard-boiled eggs. Have a sugar-free beef jerky. Have um, have these things in your house. Have these things with you when you're going out and about. Because... Um, when you go to reach for something, let it be something that's going to nourish your body, that's going to move you move the needle forward in your health and fitness. Because I'm going to tell you right now that life is not going to stop happening because you decide to go on a health and fitness journey. It is not ever going to be convenient all the time. It is never going to be easy all the time. Things are going to come up. And when they do, the better prepared you are, the better you're going to feel later. You're going to feel proud of yourself for never quitting on yourself and keeping the promises that you made to yourself. As you begin to do that, you're filled with dignity. You begin to build your own confidence. You begin to feel pride in yourself. And that's what that feeling comes from. It doesn't come from losing 20 pounds in one month. It comes from going through the process and healing the issue that got you overweight in the first place. And the only way you can do that is by going through it. Now, I, I do want to tell you that all this is informational and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I mean, this is not intended to replace a doctor or treatment. I'm not a medical professional. I do not diagnose or prescribe medicine and always refer to your doctor. If you have further concerns or questions, this is only for guidance, but I want, I felt the need to come on and, and say this to you because um, I am a coach. I am a support system. And I have a community of women that are a support system for each other. And if you are looking to hire the last coach you will ever need, be sure to message me. Message me on Instagram at jenwitted or my email is jendelgado34 at gmail.com. And feel free to reach out if you have questions. And thank you so much for listening I hope that I helped you break the cycle of emotional eating, of being able to stay motivated, and be sure to listen next time as we continue to explore paths to wellness and empowerment.
Be sure to like and save and download this episode. And um, if you could also give me a five-star review on, um, on Spotify, that would really help me to be able to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you on the next one.